Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, what's going on? All right, we are doom scrolling, baby. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I have a little bit of fear of airplanes. In my 20s, it was real bad. I, I didn't fly till I was like 19 or 20. Had no problems with it. Okay. And I think my first flight was overseas. It was a long flight. And I was like, yeah, this is fine. And... Uh, at some point in my 20s, I started to get a little scared. Something happened on one of those flights. I think it triggered this anxiety, like, oh, what if something happens again? Uh, and so I'm really interested in these airplane close calls where they interview the passengers and like, hey, we were scared. Like, were people screaming? Were the kids screaming? This Southwest flight was leaving Cuba. I think it was going to Fort Lauderdale. Uh, but it was leaving Cuba, and they hit birds, which I still don't understand how birds – how is there not a way to – Keep those birds away. You know, some sort right. of guard that pushes them away. Like trains have those big scoops on the front of them to push cattle out of the way and stuff. How can they not push these birds away? But because uh, that's what took down the United flight, right? With mm-hmm. Captain Sully. Sully. So they had birds in both engines, I believe, because he lost all power, mm-hmm. right? Had to glide that thing in the lake. Uh, this airplane, one engine blows up. There's video. You can watch it out the window. It explodes, makes a terrible noise. Everyone's screaming. They had to turn around immediately and land back in Havana. High drama in the skies over Cuba as smoke filled the cabin of a Southwest flight after departing from Havana for Fort Lauderdale. The airline says the flight was forced to make an emergency landing back in Havana after an apparent bird strike on the plane's nose and engine, the engine catching fire. A big explosion, and the plane just shook. And then it dropped. It was a, very terrifying because a lot of kids and a lot of women. Why does he say that? It was terrifying because, you know, there's a lot of kids right, and a lot sure. of women. What about me? Right. What about me? I'm scared, too. Yeah. I, I don't want to die. They're like, oh, yeah, well, you mean, dude, you're a 40-year-old guy, whatever. Yeah, whatever. No, no one cares. But what about these women and children? If it was all dudes on the planet, I guess, like, oh, forget about it. We'll just crash into the ocean. We don't deserve to be here anyway. I, I know you've been on one where the it was, bad. it was so bad that stuff came out. There was another flight this week. Or this last week, it was one of those pretty big private jet, like one of those Lear jets, and uh, the turbulence was so bad 
they made an emergency landing, but it killed someone in the plane from their injuries. Oh, yeah. They weren't buckled up, and they got injured that badly from turbulence. Ugh. My thing is, I'm always looking at everybody else. I always assume everyone else flies more than I do. And so I'm waiting for them. And, of course, you can watch the flight attendants, because yeah, they obviously you fly can tell the they get nervous. And I'm just waiting for them to get nervous. But I've never seen them get nervous. They were nervous on my flight. I'll you bet. Could tell. I'll yeah. bet. That doesn't sound yeah. normal at all. But I've definitely been on flights where other people start to get nervous. The business people. You start to hear the screams. I'm like, oh, God, this is... I just kept reading my magazine. This is unusual. I can't. My hands just start leaking sweat everywhere. My well, I just kept sweat. thinking to myself, like, oh, I just read this magazine. There's nothing you can do, man. I know. That's the problem. And I just was like, all right, there's nothing you can do. You're in here. Just read your magazine. This thing, if it... If it crashes, it crashes. Like, yeah. what are you going to do? There's nothing you can do. Right. So just keep reading. I don't know how and to... It was, I'm not saying it was easy to, like, focus. Yeah. But, yeah, that was my thing. It was like, keep reading, you'll be all right. Just keep reading, you'll be all right. I, I When I first started flying, like, I just I had full you said, it's full down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, I think I would just been like, keep reading. Right. Keep reading, just keep your mind off. Like, whatever you can do to distract yourself. And I said, there are people that can do that. Uh, especially people who probably fly all the time. But like when I first started flying, anytime there was turbulence or whatever, in my mind, I was like, this is just like a bumpy road. And I'd right. look out at the airplane. I'm like, the engineers that made this thing know what they're doing. They're very smart people. They're much smarter than me. And it was kind of that feeling you have as a kid where adults will take care of you. Even though I was an adult, I still kind of had that feeling like, they're engineers, though. They're right. very smart. They're pilots. They're very smart. They're smarter than you. They'll take care of this. They're not nervous. And that's how everything was until the lady had the seizure. And for some reason, that changed flying for me, and I got hmm. so bad, I could barely even fly to Vegas. It was terrible. And I had to do online uh, like anxiety for you know, coaching classes on YouTube where this former pilot teaches you about how to be less anxious and what's causing hmm. your anxiety. It worked. I'm, I know it's crazy, but it really did work. I watched those videos, and like, he's right. He was saying, you know, what happened to you when you sat in that space? Something happened that made you anxious. Now, every time you get in that space, you think, this is a spot where I've been anxious before. So it's kind of like if you run into your ex, you know, you're like, oh, this could go poorly because right. it's gone poorly before. So, uh, yeah, it's crazy. But watching YouTube videos helped me. But if I was on that flight, the Southwest flight, if there's that much smoke, I watch videos, smoke in the cabin, never a good sign. No, smoke in the cabin you and you're over the water. Like, hey, how close are we? Can we turn this thing around? And then that engine blows up and makes a terrible noise. Not interested. John Morant. I did not know his yeah. name until this morning. You didn't? Nope. I don't know. I don't watch basketball at all. I don't watch a lot of it, but I mean, he's he plays for the Memphis Grizzlies, right? Yeah. So and he's good. He's really good. good. Okay. I, they said he's good, but I was like, well, they always say that when someone makes the news. No, he's legit. Okay. So the story today is that he's in trouble because over the weekend he went on Instagram Live and he was dangling a gun in the video, a, a pistol, and so he's supposedly in a public place, like at a club. So the team does not like that. They suspended him. For a couple games, but they also said we don't necessarily have a timeline for when he's going to be back. And real quick, two-time yeah. NBA All-Star, All-NBA Second Team, NBA Most Improved Player, NBA Rookie of the Year. Okay, so he's so, like you said, yeah. he's legit. So he's in trouble for dangling this gun, and he gets a suspension. Then he basically comes out and says, you know, I apologize. I need to take responsibility, and I need to find a better way to deal with my emotions or anxiety. It sounded to me like he's saying I need to quit drinking. It's kind right. of what it sounded like, and his coach said some things that made me think maybe that's what they're hoping for. But then you tell me, when I brought up John Morant earlier, that there's another story, which I found, and we'll get to in just a second. The Memphis Grizzlies have suspended all-star guard John Morant for at least two games, while the league investigates a video shared on his Instagram Live early Saturday morning. In it, Morant is flashing what appears to be a gun inside a nightclub, holding it to the side of his face. Morant 
has issued an apology to his family, his teammates, his coaches and fans, saying he does take full responsibility for his actions. The 23-year-old also says he's going to take some time to get help and learn better methods of dealing with stress. Stress. Doesn't that go. sound to you like there's, he's saying, I, you know, I, that, that last part to me sounds like yeah. I need to quit drinking so much. But uh, he, so he, apparently he got in, in Memphis. Uh, he got into a fight yeah, with so a 17-year-old. Mm-hmm. The headline says John Moran allegedly punched teen a dozen times, flashed gun, according to police report. Yeah, after the altercation, Moran allegedly went inside his house and came out with a gun tucked in his waistband. The 17-year-old's mother later took the boy to the hospital and filed a police report. The police report also alleged that Morant had threatened a head of security at a mall located in Memphis, uh, which happened four days before the fight with the 17-year-old. In the report, it said that Morant's mother got into a verbal altercation with an employee at the Finish Line store inside the mall, and she subsequently called Morant for backup. Morant then entered the mall with with an entourage, at least nine people, was confronted by the head of security. Morant refused to leave the mall's parking lot. Authorities later arrived at the mall. As the group was leaving the premises, Morant allegedly stated, let me find out what time he gets off. A member of Morant's pushed the head of security, who intended to file the report, but he felt threatened by Morant's words. There you go. Yeah, so they said that that was like a pickup basketball game. and the seventeen backyard, I think. Okay, and the 17-year-old threw the ball, and it hit Morant in the chin. Morant even said, I think his statement was like, it was self-defense because he gets hit by the chin. The 17-year-old says the ball hits him in the chin. It wasn't intentional. And then Morant gets mad. He comes over, and he's looking at this kid, and he's asking his friend, should I do it? Like, should I beat him up? Right. And the kid claims that these other kids are like, yeah, do it, do it. Right. So then he allegedly starts punching him. Kid says he's getting hit you know, on the other side of the head from some other kids, but that Morant punched him like a dozen times, left a huge knot on his head, and his mom took him to the hospital. Yeah, if I get... And then the fact that he went into the house and came back out with this gun in his waistband, you know, which is obviously he's showing it off to you to, to threaten you. I just don't understand. All right. Maybe, you're right. Well, I get this fighting the 17-year-old. I get pushing the security guard. These are things. But the gun in his Instagram, why is that a problem? So the NBA has a rule about it. So even though there's open carry. There's like guys carrying machine guns in Chipotle know. now. Why are we busting this guy's balls or taking an Instagram picture? Unless and didn't it say, you're not allowed to have. He was in Denver, I guess. So, so you, yeah, in Colorado. Maybe those are the laws there. But like the it, idea that he's carrying a gun. Right. We're allowed. I mean, look, you know how I feel about it, but we're allowed to do that. Yeah. If but, I took a picture of me with a gun in here right now, nobody would say a word. I don't need a license. I don't need anything in right, Kansas. Right. I said it's sitting on the desk on our Twitch stream. It's not. Right. Many people, some people might be shocked, but not illegal. Right. So what I read is that in Colorado, there is open carry, but there are different, um, you know, laws or whatever requirements based on like county or city. They didn't say specifically if he was in a spot where you can't do that. But the NBA has rules about guns. And the way I read it was basically the NBA says you cannot have a gun on you if you are basically on uh, you know, team property. Like if you're at, if you're pr- practicing, okay. no guns. But he was at a strip and, club. And it also said if you are traveling, basically for work. So if you're on the road because you're playing games, whatever. Can't bring a gun with you. The NBA says no guns. That's the way I read it. That that's okay. the rule. You can't have guns with you, basically while you're doing business with the NBA, and that includes traveling with them. So that sounded to me like even if you're out at a club later okay. that night, that maybe he's breaking those rules. I don't know. But it also sounds to me like he's saying. From that. Where's the NRA on that? Like, why are they that saying the he can carry rules? a gun? Yeah. yeah, and how does the NBA tell somebody that the NBA can't take away your Second Amendment? Yeah, can... can why is the NRA not fired up? I'll tell you, because he's black. 
that well, that's the thing. It's like, oh my gosh, did you see what he did? And I'm like, mm-hmm. what about the white guy who did it at Chipotle? In front right. of all those people. I don't know. That's right. Like that right. guy, the, you know, the guy can walk into Chipotle with an AR, but John Morant can't. Right. Why? Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought. But the I don't same like thing. either one of them. You know, no, I know. I'm just saying, what, what, what's the difference? I don't know. Can a business say, uh, you know, you can't bring guns to your work? Second Amendment, right? I don't believe you so. You can't bring it to work? I thought maybe they could. So we could bring guns here? I would think so. Yeah, that might be. I don't know. But I wondered the same thing, but then I read that NBA rule. I hope so. I felt like the reason they posted the NBA. seven of them. I know you do. I know. And you need practice. Use them, honestly. I'm worried about it. Practice? Using them? Yeah, you need a little more practice. Let's go out there and shoot at the cars that are passing. Listen to me, video game warrior. I was actually in the military. I know. I probably don't need a lot of uh, practice using them. I'm saying we need to fire fire them more. Fortnite for 72 million (laughs) hours doesn't mean that you know how to use a gun better than me, okay? That's not what I'm saying. Sorry. I don't even mean practice. I just mean you need to shoot them more. You always bring them and then you never use them. We could at least fire them in the air or something. Okay. Well, I only shoot to kill. Shoot to kill. That's it. I'm shooting a target. I need to shoot a target. I I have targets. They're all around me. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with Slimfast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? All right, we're finishing Doom School, my man. All right, let's do it. Got to talk about a couple of deaths real quick. Uh, you know, in, in memoriam or in okay. memorial, what do they say? Uh, Snowcone, this one's for you. Gary Rostein, dead at 71. The last living original Leonard playwright. Skinner. <laughs> playwright. Leonard Skinner, member. I oh. think he wrote all those riffs Why that everybody. I know who the guy is. He wrote all those riffs that everybody knows and either sure. loves or hates and uh, Kid Rock used to get rich. Overnight, the music world celebrating the life of Leonard Skinner, guitarist and co-founder Gary Rossington. Jacksonville, Florida native, founded the iconic Jackson- Southern Rock. I know they're from Jacksonville. Yeah. It still surprises me every time. I'm like, yeah, they're from Jacksonville. Because if you're not, if you're from where I'm from, the middle of the country, Jacksonville, Florida's Florida. Then when you drive down to Florida, you're like, oh, northern Florida's more like Georgia. Yeah. So when you hear when that I from Florida. I live there, Jacksonburg. Okay. Okay. And then as a kid, you hear that Leonard Skinner's from Florida, and I'm like, oh, they're they used full to show up to bars and play. Okay. And guys from Molly Hatchet would just show up at, you know, at the bars at the beach, hammered and play. Yeah. But it's the South. Like a lot of people feel yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. the South. I guess depending on if they're transplants or if they're from there. Like maybe yeah. if they're from there, they they, they feel like they're Southern. Yeah. I don't really know. I've never been there. I lived there for a long time. I know you did. I dated a Van Zant. You did? Oh, mm-hmm. that's right. You said that. Yep. But you didn't have like the draw. No, she worked at a bank. Yeah. Hmm. I was wondering, like, like a, one of her, one of their nieces. Well, uh, okay, so Gary Rosenstein founded is dead. the iconic Southern rock band in high school with his friends Ronnie Van Zant and Bob Burns. Rossington helping churn out hit songs for the band, including one of their biggest hits, "Sweet Home Alabama." Sweet Home Alabama. Never heard. He of. was in a band by himself too. <laughs> Who? Gary Rossington. Yeah, Rossington Collins. Oh, they might have said something about stuff he did afterwards. And he did tribute stuff with other members. There was stuff after that. I part. know he was in Rosington Collins. Uh, remember when we found out after working with someone for 20 years that our, our old boss is like the world's biggest Leonard Skinner fan? Yeah, and that guy t- right there. Yeah. Took vacations. Did you know that snow cone? Who? Like took vacations. Um, Bob. Bob is? Yeah. Really? Took vacations to like go see. I don't remember. Didn't he go to the site of the plane crash? I know he's a Rush fan. Right, I know yeah. that he's got posters. I know yeah. that, but yeah, he likes Leonard Skinner too so much huh. so that he like went to see Lazo. Wasn't it the plane crash site? 
Isn't that where he went? Yeah. Okay. And then he went to some other wow, Leonard's guest. I had no idea. I mean, we had known him for a long time wow. before we discovered that. Uh, you know, I can't, I don't feel like if I had something like that, you guys would know it about me already. Another in memoriam, uh, Detroit native Tom Sizemore, dead at 61. Actor Tom Sizemore died Friday following complications from a brain aneurysm he suffered last month. Sizemore, often known for playing the tough guy, sharing the big screen with some of Hollywood's biggest stars in hits like Saving Private Ryan, Black Hawk Down, and Heat. Well, you know, for me, the action is the juice. Sizemore had been in a coma since February 18th, his family ultimately deciding to take him off life support. Guys, if I'm in a coma... Yeah. Immediately unplug it. I might be having bad dreams. I don't want to have bad dreams. I don't want to feel trapped in my body. Yeah. I don't know what happens when you're in a coma, but mm, 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 mm. I've had sleep paralysis. and I'll give you a handy. Mm. So you feel better. They can't be having bad dreams then. That's a very uh, soap opera thing for you to do. Just walk in and close the door behind you yeah. and see if I'm still. Okay, and if it works, then you're like, I'm not pulling the plug. Yeah. But if it doesn't work, then you're like, pull the plug. Exactly. Okay. Fair enough. I'll that go way, with that. way, because I know if you're having bad dreams, you won't anymore. Right. That's true. It'll turn into a good dream. Right. Oh, that's a good idea. Care, Why doesn't... You think someone's done that? I'm sure someone's... in a coma? I'm sure somebody with a coma's had their wiener played with. Positive. Yeah, it's probably illegal, Positive but... it's happened. I mean, if it's a wife or a husband... I can't or, imagine it's illegal. Right. Well, I mean, they're, 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 a, not, they're not consenting. It's a doctor. Right, right. But if, you know, it's your husband or wife, right. I'm sure. I feel like then... Huh. I probably, you know, just trying to make sure that you're not having bad dreams. All right, that's fair. I, this, the Tom Sizemore thing is absolutely a Mandela moment for me because I would have sworn everything that Tom Sizemore died like 10 years ago. Oh, no. Maybe longer. I guess I looked back to figure out why I thought this. It was he got in a bunch of trouble. There was accusations that he had uh, assaulted like a teenager. I, there was a bunch of stuff and a lot of issues with drugs and alcohol. I thought he died, but anyway, he died this week in 61. If you're in a coma that long, yeah. it's like your sibling. Do you pull the plug? If they haven't said anything, if they don't have like a living will. Yeah. I mean, to me, I just, I, I know people get mad about this because it's a very, but whatever the doctors say. Right. Yeah. If the doctor's like, this ain't getting better. Right. Then, you know, I'm like, okay. And there's, I mean, it, 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 here we go. Yeah. And why? And I'm not going to do it on my own. Yeah. And be like, yo, we should do this. I'm going to, whatever the doctor says is the best next move that's what i do yeah what happened with my dad you know and i wasn't there but my mom my sister called me and said you know hey this is what the doctor said and you know if he can, they don't think he'll live if they pull the plug but you know he might and i was like well, what does the doctor say the doctor says we should do it well okay yeah uh i'm not a doctor yeah i mean just take a look at me also I why am i in jokes the, i'm I, trying to get in there to give you a handy right. make you dream better i'm right. sure that's a good idea. I don't. This is solid. I want to talk to a doctor. I'm not joking. It's not. I'm sure it's not what doctors do, though. No, know. I know they can't do it, but I do think like along the way. Yeah. I mean, I saw that that 60 Minutes or whatever it was documenting about the the kids that were on their way to see Fleetwood Mac like in 1980 and hit a patch of leaves, and that kid was in a coma for like 10 years. I mean, hmm. you got to do something. I didn't, I didn't right? see that. Oh, scared the s out of me. Scared the s out of me. Going Just to see Fleetwood Mac? Yeah, I think they were going to see Fleetwood Mac. Hmm. Yeah, and. uh I don't remember the story, but yeah, and then he was like basically a vegetable for however many years. I don't think you're allowed to say that. What? Vegetable. Oh, you don't say that anymore? I don't. Oh, uh, uh, sorry. He was comatose. (laughs) He was unresponsive. I don't think you say he's a vegetable. Uh, Sorry, he was unresponsive. Jesus Christ. Sorry. 
I thought that's what you said. I thought oh, that was medical, but it's not. A guy in the sixties, for Christ's sorry, sake. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, All together. He, was, he was. He was. He was a vegetable. He was unresponsive. Okay, let's not make well, a big just thing about it. it. I didn't. I you said it. I said it once. You yeah, keep but saying I was it. Calling out that you said it. Right. So you're making a huge. I don't think you're allowed to it. say that. So stop saying it. I didn't mean to say it. Well, you did mean to say it. He's unresponsive, is what I should have said. You didn't like you stumbled over your words. I thought that's what doctors said. Called the guy a vegetable. I thought that's what they said. That's not cool. Do they not say that anymore? I can't imagine. I thought they said like this, hey, you know, how's your husband? He's a vegetable. No, I don't. I didn't know. Okay, all right. No, 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 no. I didn't know. I will not say it again. That's not cool. You've heard that. I didn't make it up. Well, I've heard it before. I've heard a lot of words before that I don't say. Okay, I didn't know that we'd added this to the list. I'm sorry. I haven't been updated. I won't say it again. Chris Rock, he had a live special on Netflix this weekend. It's the first time Netflix did a live special. Uh, got really good reviews. Everybody liked it. I have not seen all of it, um, but I did want to watch the stuff about Will Smith because I figured we want to talk about it today, and it's all over the news. Okay. So I, I pulled some clips for you, but uh, Selective Outrage, I think that's the name of the special, and he talks about how Will Smith has Selective Outrage. Talks about him being hit. He takes a shot at Jada Pinkett as well, Okay. and he goes after Will Smith pretty good. Y'all know what happened to me. Getting smacked by Suge Smith. Everybody knows I've got smacked at the Oscars by this mother, and people like did it hurt? It still hurts. I got summertime ringing in my ears, but I'm not a victim, baby. You will never see me on Oprah or Gail crying. You will never see it. Never gonna happen. I couldn't believe it, and I love men in black. No. It's never gonna happen. No. I took that hit like Pacquiao. Man, Chris Rock is such a legend. Right, I feel like we're lucky to be living in a time when he's put out a special, because I think they're all going to be classics. Uh, He talks about how Will Smith is a lot bigger than him. You know, people were saying, why didn't you hit him back? And he's like, have you seen how big this guy is? He played Muhammad Ali in a movie. I don't, don't, uh, you know, go out for that part. First of all, I know you can't tell on camera, Will Smith is significantly bigger than me. We are not the same size, okay? We are not. It's got this guy, Will Smith does movies with his shirt off. You've never seen me do a movie with my shirt off. (laughs) If I'm in a movie getting open heart surgery, I got on a sweater. (laughs) Will Smith played Muhammad Ali in a movie. You think I auditioned for that part? <laughs> he played Muhammad Ali. I played Pookie in New Jack City. <laughs> I played a piece of corn in Pootie Tang. <laughs> All right, so, you know, look, I never thought, why didn't he hit him back? I thought, right. this is the Oscars. It's not the UFC. Right. But I, I didn't even think about that, that, you know, people would obviously come up to him and say, hey, why didn't you, you hit him back? You, you should have hit him back. Um, he, he does go on, though, to explain why specifically he didn't hit him back. And it's not just because Will Smith is bigger than him. It's because something his mother told him. A lot of people go, Chris, how come you didn't do nothing back that night? Because I got parents. That's why. Because I was raised. I got parents. And you know what my parents taught me? Don't fight in front of white people. (laughs) All right, so there you got that. Uh, Yeah, I'll I'll definitely watch the rest of it What did you say about Jada? So Jada, I'm looking for the clips where everything's lost. He, so basically what he said is that uh, Jada Pinkett told Chris Rock back in like 2016 that he should stop hosting the Oscars. She wanted him to quit because there weren't enough black nominees. So they were going to protest the Oscars. 
Chris Rock says that she wanted him to stop hosting because Will Smith didn't get nominated that year, and that that was the real reason that she was protesting. He also says that Will Smith, um, I don't get this wrong, but you can watch me get home, but that Will Smith basically took out his rage on Chris Rock when he was actually mad at his wife because his wife slept with her son's friend. Like, he says Right, sure, okay. Yeah, he talked about that, and he's like, so, you know, that pain or whatever, he's saying, I don't know, me, but she's the one who caused it. So he goes into, you know, kind of, I didn't know if that was like a true... Yeah, that she's yeah they I didn't know if that talked was ever, about it. They did? Yeah. Okay. Well, but that it was actually a friend of her son's? Is that, yes. I didn't know that. I knew he was younger. I remember hearing that. But I, did you know that, Snow Cone? I didn't know that. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, no fighting in front of white people. Uh, that that uh, Will Ferrell, or Will Ferrell, Will Smith has a selective outrage. Um, I mean, he really, you know, he gets into the into the detail okay. of it. Uh, I heard that the opening talks a lot about wokeness and... So I'll be interested to watch. Did like uh, Will Smith or Jada? Did they make any comment about it? Or I haven't no? seen anything. I just saw. You know, here's like this is from two hours ago talking about how he roasted Will Smith. Said he also uh, used the set to make a claim about Smith's wife, Pinkett Smith. According to Rock, the girl's trip actor attempted to force him to quit the Oscars in 2016 because her husband didn't get the best actor nomination. That year, Smith was being uh, tipped for possible nod for the drama Concussion. Oh yeah, that, that was but a good he, movie. He ultimately failed to make the list of nominees. Uh, and then he gave me a concussion. That's what Chris Rock said. Uh, he also talks about, oh, I have a quote here, I didn't pull the audio, but he said, uh, uh, I've rooted for Will Smith my whole life, and now I watch Emancipation just to see him get whipped. So I love it. That's what he says, uh, which was a 20, I never saw it. It was a 2021 movie where he's, mm-hmm. run, I, I know I saw the advertisements for right. it, but I never watched it. I never saw a concussion either because that was one of those that came out right after the documentary. Right. It almost looked like they were making an exact dramatization of what we'd just seen That's in the good. documentary. Yeah, I heard that it was actually pretty good. Um, the, the CEO of Ford, Jim Farley, he's like, look, when you're driving, everyone's talking about autonomous cars. It'll drive you wherever. He's like, you know, we're not there yet. He's like, what we could do is how many times have you been in your car and you're on the highway and you're like, boy, I'd really just like to take a nap right now. And he's like, that's what we want you to be able to do. Forget about full autonomy. Maybe when you get on the highway and you're cruising on cruise control, just go to sleep. The bigger opportunity for us, irregardless of the time frame, is eyes off the road on highway driving. We feel like that is such a big unlock for customers. Think about your daily commute and being able to go to sleep in your car or whatever on a sunny day on the highway. You know, what an unlock that is for customers. We just got more excited about that than, you know, a fully autonomous fleet of vehicles uh, someday in the future. So a lot of these cars, like GM has Super Cruise. I don't know what Ford's is called, but... When you watch the reviews, the, the the testers, the journalists, whatever, they talk about how when it's on the highway, at least with GMs, a lot of times you got to be on the highway. It's a mapped road. And then when you do it, like it's driving the car. It will it does everything. But you just you, they don't want you to look away yet. They want to make sure. I think you have to touch the wheel every right. however often just to make sure that you're awake, but that it does okay. p- perfectly. So, And if you drive any new cars, a lot of those cars have lane keep assist. Have you guys driven cars with that? Yeah. Um, you know, like I rent, we rented a Ford Explorer to go to Florida at Thanksgiving, and it had all that. So when you're on the highway, if you take your hands off the wheel, it's not even technically autonomous. It's just using little cameras to look at the lines. But it turns the wheel yeah. for you. After a while, it shakes. Like, hey, I'm like, dude, I'm touching it, but you're doing a better job than I would. Right. Honestly, I, I'm trying to keep it straight in the road. You know exactly where we are. It seems to work pretty well. So uh, the idea of, of sleeping in your car is so kind of crazy to us just because we grew up with cars. Obviously, you got to be awake to drive. But think about how many times you've flown somewhere or whatever. And let's say, like, okay, perfect example. I went to the um, auto show with my brother in, like, 2016 in Detroit. 
We flew there, and then we were done with the auto show Saturday night, and it's like our flight isn't until tomorrow at 2 p.m., but we don't really have anything else left to do. And you got to get to the airport so early anyway. If we'd had an autonomous car, we could have got in the back of that car and slept and drove all the way back to Kansas yeah, City to sure. sleep and just been back. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Been back mm-hmm. by morning. Like, oh, I right. slept the morning. That's a game changer. Yeah, for sure. Total game changer. All right, Snow, can we got to take another break? Yep. All right. It's the Church of Glasgow. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.